It feels so wrong not wearing headphones. It does, and I also feel it's also kind of weird maintaining eye contact. Don't want to. I'm going to look at that direction. <laughs> see, I usually just look at the window whilst I'm doing it. I'm looking towards the window. And I, as you can see now, I do a lot of gesturing. Yes, you well. do. Both hands uh-huh. in full gesture mode. Yep. And this is great for me. Everyone else is just... What are they doing? This is normal for us. Well, yeah, that's that's true. But uh, no, no, no. We are we are here. We're doing live season operate episode one two eight. Yeah, uh, we thought for a number as special and significant <laughs> as one two eight, we'd uh, we'd make it an occasion. We'd ramp it up, but but no, the the, the occasion uh, more than anything that has brought us together. This happy time, you know, for for the third such a happy time for the third episode in season operate history. We're in the same room together <laughs> um, because we were seeking Infinity War. I think, James, there's, you know, let's... Well, he thinks me and everyone else. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, shall we get the theme music out of the way first of all? Now we oh, can yeah. dive in. Let's play a song. Hit play. I cannot believe that they killed Dumbledore. <laughs> I know. That's terrible, isn't it? Such an unusual decision for a Marvel film. I mean, it's just like... It's a it's a strange one that you'd kill off a Harry Potter character in the Marvel film. But. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's dead. Welcome to Seas Operate. I'm Colin. He's James. I, I am. In the same room. Breathing the We're same air. We're never going to stop mentioning that. <laughs> Every time it gets a bit awkward, it'll be mentioned. Yeah. Apologies for the uh, for the slight delay of this episode. It's it's Friday. Usually it's an early week kind of thing, but uh, not we, this we time. We had a bit of a schedule there for a month. We did. We did. It was a good run. We had a good run. Very much like some of the characters in Infinity War. Yeah, they had a good run. <laughs> had a good run. No longer. Oh yeah. By the way, this is this is a spoiler episode. Is it? Are we go. Yeah. Let's. In fact, yeah. It's not going to be any. We're fun. not going to manage to not spoil it. Yeah, so yeah, everybody yeah, right. out there, if you haven't seen the film, skip forward to minute. 15? Yeah, okay, 15, right. And then Colin will edit it to that, not being a spoiler. Yeah, exactly, even though editing when we're both in the same room at the same time is thinking, impossible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, let's see. We'll be brief. Skip to the 17-minute mark and we'll be done by then. Or just listen to us talk about it and then don't watch it ever. Yeah, right. So... Cannot believe oh. that they killed Snape. <laughs> okay, well, first of all... Also, what did my voice do? That I don't was... really need to... I, I don't even know where to start with this, so... Let's just go for initial reactions. I know we like the cease operate scale of did it meet your expectations. James, right. let's start with that. Did it on a scale of zero to one, did it meet your expectations? My expectations were super low, so yes. Okay. It's a solid one. Well, my expectations were pretty high because Marvel have been on a pretty good run lately, and I was hoping that this would be the big kind of ten year cumulative film and yeah it delivered <laughs> oh yeah they changed their logo at the start <laughs> it said marvel stud tens <laughs> stud tens instead of st- <laughs> i don't think it was a peculiar <laughs> that did not get me at all i was like why <laughs> well anyway avengers Off infinity war for anyone who's been living under a rock is 10 years uh, of all the superheroes uh literally all chucked in a film yeah. at the same time yeah. with the biggest baddest villain they could find so big so bad so so evil can't believe how how evil he is let's just we just dive into this then well yeah head first yep i you're the boss you're you're steering it right thanos let's start let's start with thanos thanos is a villain i actually thought was excellent josh brolin uh was yeah solid i thought and we'll get to the cgi i thought on the whole Mm -hmm. the cgi was 
pretty good compared to Steppenwolf and Justice League is like night and day. Oh yeah. There was a few scenes in particular which I thought, wow, this looks really, really good. There was a few other scenes where I was like, oh, this looks really, really bad. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I think for he, for a film that was so pushed for time, yes, they did an okay job. I think. In terms of Marvel villains, he's definitely up there, top three. I mean, there's not a very big contest, yeah. but... Marvel, who have always struggled to give their villains any meaningful reason to be bad, have actually given this this guy, Purple Boy, a real reason to be bad. Correct. I'd say he is the most interesting character in Infinity War, and I'd say probably the main character. He seems to be the main character. Despite being the villain. He, I don't think many other people got any screen time to themselves. That's very true. And... The other thing which made him interesting and made the character interesting for me, um, and also please, if you've seen Infinity War and you disagree or you just want to get your opinions in, please get in touch because I'd love to hear what you guys think. <laughs> yes. Um, what worked for me is that Thanos, they gave him more than just, oh, here's a monologuing alien bad guy. He yeah. had rationale, he had reasons, and some of the things you're say, he's saying, you're like, oh, he's kind of got a point he there. Boost, yes. Like his, his his logic for why he, had to, why he was having to do what he was doing was understandable i wouldn't say it would make any sense really but on a on a on a on a surface level on a comic book scale yeah it, it was okay it yeah. was acceptable okay um just scaling down from that uh, you've obviously got the four minions of thanos oh my goodness now i have <laughs> they were so disappointed well no well see i have a, yeah I have a slight problem with them first of all i know what their names are because i'm a big geek so you got Proxima Midnight, Call of Obsidian, Corvus Glaive, and Ebony Maw. None Ma, of them. Ebony Maw is the only one that yeah. got kind of named. None of them, except who was re- referred to as the Maw. The Maw, yeah. Were actually mentioned by name. Yeah. So they were just four, what, nondescript big, baddies? Big, big bad guys who seemed powerful, but all just got beaten very easily. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so Ebony Maw comes in at the start of the film pretty early on and kind of owns the place a wee bit. Monologuing? Monologuing, being relatively interesting, yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, like the- basically Voldemort, but in this film. And then he floats about like Voldemort, but in this film. And he seems to be very powerful. And then, oh, he's dead. That, yeah, you're right. I think they were made to look far too much like pushovers. And all four of them are have now been exterminated for existence. I think they're all existence. dead, yeah. Despite the fact, I think yeah, you're right, Ebony Maul would have been a, a, a good foe had he continued to be alive. Yeah, for, for the four people that are whatever, Purple Boy's trusted lieutenants, they got beaten f- too easily. Yeah, they did. They, they did. put up a couple of fights, but when it, when it mattered, they just got stomped. And it was kind of, oh, okay, that bit's done now. Right, let's go to a sideways step to the other characters on the good side. No, all of those ones. Yeah, all, all of those ones. Uh, I'll just say it's that... rapid-fire screen time. Oh, remember that guy? Remember this girl? Here they all are. Oh, who about these two? Well, what are they going to say to each other? I'm not going to list every single one. I'll say that, on the whole, I think they've done a pretty good job of getting everybody in there and getting some sort of meaningful, or even just something that you remember from that character. Yeah, they, they did as well as they could, giving all the characters enough moments to actually yes. be significant in the film. You know... That being said, besides Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Thor, and probably Chris Pratt's uh, Star-Lord slash Gamora, no one really got any further Chris development. Chris Gamora. Sorry, Chris, Chris, Pratt's, Chris Pratt's Star-Lord and slash Gamora. You know, you know what I'm talking about, that storyline. Nobody else really got anything kind of meaty to chew well, on. Well, B.D. Wong did. He got, he got, he got a sandwich he got from a, Back 50. He did in the, the opening scene on Earth. He got a sandwich. Um, you know what I mean, though? You know, because... 
this whole film, you know, it's about characters we already know. So I think the writers were like, Wait, right. It's Benedict Wong. Sorry, that's, I mean, it's entirely a different one. B.D. Wong's Jurassic World. You're getting yeah. the wrong franchise here. It's still a funny joke, everyone. Ha, <laughs> sandwich. Right. <laughs> I think the writers are like, okay, we already know who the super superheroes are. We already know their kind of backstories. But Thanos, we don't know anything about him. So they've devoted all the writing. I don't think it's a bad thing. They've devoted all the writing, all the character to Thanos at the expense of people who... I know they tried to give a bit more to Vision and Scarlet Witch's yeah, romance. Yeah, I was just going to say... Which kind of works. Which I never really... In the older f- films, I always thought that, that was kind of a father protector. <laughs> a protector and, and, and protectee situation. A guardian and uh, and uh, those to be guarded. I didn't see any romance, romance. there. Oh, no, I did. I, I can see why. They, they tried to write it in, but it was a bit... It felt a wee bit shoehorned, yeah. but um, one thing I did notice, did you notice that Scarlet Witch had lost her Sokovian accent? Oh, you know, yeah, she... She's, she's based very strongly in the Age of Ultron and Civil War, but then this time she's just full she's, on American. She's like American, yeah. yeah. But there's, it's been, what, two years since the last... I don't even know how long it was supposed to have been. So, yeah, so I think, yeah, overall, I think they did a pretty decent job, you know. They did as well as they could have. They're not going to give big uh, exposition pieces to, you know, Batista. Anthony, yeah, Anthony Mackie's Sam Wilson or, uh, yeah, Dave Batista's Drax, are they? Yeah, so all the side characters from the different parties, they, Had they, didn't, they didn't feel insignificant, but they yeah. also didn't develop. Uh, that being said, I think, very, very interesting. This is what I'll take from, we'll discuss the ending in just a minute. Um... What I took from the whole Doctor Strange, Iron Man, uh, how that played out in Titan with, of course, Doctor Strange, seeing, biting the dust, literally. Um, mm-hmm. I Iron Man being like, why did you do that? Why did you chuck away the Time Stone? That clearly was intentional. Yeah, he, he, Doctor Strange knows the... Uh, yeah, the film makes a point of Doctor Strange looking into the future and seeing the only possible way to win the fight, so... It seems like he just probably is doing that. I don't know. I think the film was written before it... I think the film had to be the way it was before the writers even went into the writing room. And I think the next film is already written even though it's not... Like, everything has to work exactly in one way. There's going to be no surprises. Let's go to the CGI, James. What do you think of the CGI overall? Uh, It wasn't as bad as, like, the Black Panther stuff. It wasn't as bad as a lot of the DC stuff. There was the occasional scene that was still a bit cringeworthy, and they really should just slow down production in these films a wee bit, push a wee bit more time into the CGI. Uh, I'm happy that this film, much like Black Panther, had some fights in daylight. Yeah. Uh, even though it's kicked off with everything being dark and dim, and the Titan fight was a bit more well lit, and the Earth Wakanda fight was a bit more well lit, and it didn't have half of it underground. So it seemed like they were less scared to have well lit CGI, which is when it looks at its worst. So yeah, overall, it was okay. Um, yes, I agree. I think there was a couple moments um, just that I could picture in my mind, particularly when the entire scene is evidently CGI. Yeah, Nothing the Thanos, real. the Thanos dream scenes. Yes, the dream scenes in particular, which were clearly entirely CGI rendered, which just didn't quite... They look like a cutscene from a... Everything's a bit uncanny or a bit 2000s. Yeah, it That's looked, the two options. To me, it looked like a cutscene from a, a, like a, a Windows computer game. 
Yeah, um, there were some very cheap looking things, but you know, it's forgivable yeah. in some yeah. situations. Yeah, and there was a couple. There was a couple just in the big, big battle in Wakanda, uh, the giant battle scene where there are a couple of explosions, a couple of moments which just yeah. looked a wee bit rushed. Right. That being said, that's nitpicking. I think overall, I think it looked fantastic. Yeah, I, I would say the big action scenes still showed some lack of finesse or lack of editing. I don't really know. They're hard to follow sometimes. You can kind of tell what's going on, but nothing gets enough of a moment to mean anything. It all just happens really quickly. Which I get, they're going for, oh, everyone's so fast and super-powered. I'm like, well, just actually show us things rather than, oh, here's half a second of this, here's half a second right. of this. Before we get to the end. Also, the tactics and the, the teleporting people at the start of the Wakanda fight was mind-blowing. The, 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 um, King of Wakanda, Captain... Captain Fantastic and um, and Super Super Russian Girl walk up to talk to the the bad lady. They do, and then they just teleport back to the lines. <laughs> ten ten seconds later, and then they teleport even further back for the start of the fight. There was a lot of little things like that that just drag you out of the film because people are magically floating about the place. Eh, I don't know is that much right before we get to the ending because we're almost at the fifteen minute mark. Um, Dialogue. I have a couple issues. <laughs> now, I know Marvel has the style of it likes to have a payback line. So Thor says something at the end, you will die for that. And then two hours later, he said, I told you you'd die yeah, for that. Yeah. And they, 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 they have these throwbacks, which I don't mind. But it's just when it gets a wee bit, you're like, yeah, that's just Marvel. It's just classic Marvel having that, that quip, that line. And that being said, I thought it was well written. You had some, yeah, there are some good lines in there. But then also you had some stuff which I just thought was just a little bit cringe, a little bit too much. There was a lot of cringe. I'd say quite a lot of the lines for the villains were more cringy. The, the side villains, not Thanos. Right, Thanos okay. was mostly okay. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, a lot of the lovey stuff, the glittery lines were just cheap. And they didn't feel like they meant anything. Uh, I'd say most of the jokes landed, which yeah. these days apparently we we just have jokes in all the films ever. Um, and in this situation, it was okay. It's a comic book film, and they worked most of the time. Yeah, no, I I, th- I think they got the tone. I think they got the tone right. I thought the dialogue, yeah, overall was, was good. Yeah, the Vin only... Diesel plays a great adolescent tree. <laughs> going going back to Vision and Scarlet Witch. Oh, I said it felt a little bit forced. Some of the dialogue between them at the end, it kind of worked, but, the, you know, vision mouthing, I love you, I was like, oh, come on. You yeah, know? it was a bit long. We already, linger- we already- for, for a relationship and a character that we don't really have any attachment to, yes. they lingered way too much. You're much much more invested in Gamora and Star-Lord, which I think came off as much more authentic. Yeah, and just invested in characters that have had more than a couple of films and the relationship has existed for more than 20 minutes. Right, last but not least, ending. James, what on earth has happened here? What's what's next? So believe it or not, in the film where Thanos is the big bad guy and he wants to collect the six Infinity Stones, he gets them all. And his goal when he gets the six Infinity Stones is to click his fingers and wipe out half of all existence. He clicks his fingers and wipes out half of all existence, just like they told us all along. So the film ends exactly the way we expected it to. Um, I'd say some of the characters that disintegrated were surprises. Mostly not. It was mostly the side characters that disintegrated. There's a few big names. But all the people that were around Mr. Tony, Tony Stark, they were surprises. I was like, oh, there's six of them. Only three will. And then they all kind of disintegrated. They all dis- disappeared. Yeah. What does, it, what does this mean then for the sequel? Because obviously being uh, in the know, because we're just, you know, movie experts, Spider-Man 2 is already on the way. <laughs> Black Strange Panther 2, obviously. And Doctor Strange 2, not, never confirmed, but probably on the way too. Yeah, no way. there's no way it won't be. Um, so it just means the next film is going to be a big redo. 
either either Thanos is going to end up being kind of a oh I regret my decisions I'm going to undo everything I've done nope. bad guy or they're just going to send some people to do some timey-wimey stuff and fix problems in the past and bring most of the characters back to back to life it's it's Captain Marvel. I mean, I thought uh, the the post credits there was Captain Marvel. There was a huge call out to Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel is going to come and save the day. It's all going to be predictable. I'm going to have low expectations, and therefore I'm going to be completely okay with it. Right, it's okay. going to be a one. Uh, the thing is, I yeah, I really really enjoyed Infinity War. I can skip over the kind of nitpicking bits because it doesn't yeah. bother me that much because I understand this is just a ridiculous comic book film, so I'm okay with little things. Mm-hmm. Um, if it had been yeah, compare it to something like Justice League. It's night and day. Oh, it's so much better than all the DC stuff. It's so much better than a lot of the TV stuff. Uh, I still, at no point, felt any tension. At no point did I feel any attachment to characters. I, I, I was there for a bit of entertainment, and I got a bit entertained. So, yeah, it's, it's, it did its job. Fair but I, it's not like Oscar-worthy in any way I'm at good. all. Not even the technical ones. <laughs> Let's just take a sideways step to Venom. Now, the first trailer, or rather the second trailer, I should say, but the first trailer with actual Venom. Uh, And by that, it doesn't mean that the trailer had any any Venom or menace to it. It just had the character, and it was, aside from that, a very boring trailer. Right, right. So, yeah, well, okay, you've kind of jumped at the gun there, James. Oh, sorry, put in your audio clip. (laughs) Let's listen to Venom first. If you're going to stay, you will only hurt bad people. The way I see it, we can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? James. Oh, yeah, well, that was fun. <laughs> there was two of him. I am going to let you take the wheel on this one, and then I'll jump back in. Okay, so this trailer, I'll, I'll be brief, mainly because I've forgotten most of the trailer, hits every single cliche that a trailer possibly could. We've got the terrible dialogue, which means that the film's going to have terrible dialogue. We've got the tagline, which is what embrace your uh, anti-hero, which is just so on the nose. Yeah. Like they could have just said inner demon. They could have said embrace your venom, you know, anything but anti-hero. Um, it gives away a lot of the film, but not too much. It's not so bad on that front, but also we already know what's going to happen. The bad guy is a bad guy because reasons. <laughs> the good guy is a good guy. Is apparently a reporter, but asks very leading questions, yeah, which was, aren't really questions at all. He was breaking like the fundamental rules I, of journalism. I, I don't really see how he kept his job as a reporter to get into this scientist's house. Uh, he, the film, and, no, the trailer looks bad. Yeah, the issue I had, I caught onto the whole anti-hero thing. The trailer, not just does it, you know, spell out the plot. Um, <laughs> it also, I mean, I, what makes him an anti-hero? Because in this, he's just portrayed as a straight-up good guy. Like, what yeah, makes no, him? Is the, he's a good guy that kills the bad guys instead of knocks them out. So surely that would... <laughs> he has morals and he's ethical in his treatment of bad people. Because that's are... like they they came into an agreement, right? Like Tom Hardy was telling Venom, "Oh, you, you can only kill bad people," and that makes him an anti-hero, right? So, so because because heroes kill really bad because people. the human Venom is nice, but the alien Venom is bad, so therefore so, he's an anti-hero. I really wonder how they're gonna justify Venom looking like Spider-Man in this film, because Venom looks like Spider-Man because he took over spider-man once and yeah and like this this symbiote or symbiote as they say in this trailer um uh, and remembers the quality properties of its hosts so right. it then forever becomes spider-man because spider-man's super powerful and venom wants to be powerful 
But in this one, it's just like, oh, I'm Tom Hardy, but I look like Spider-Man sometimes, but black. What did you think of the actual visual? Yeah, it looked okay, but as good as you could hope it to look. I don't know. And as for the voices, for my opinion, the first time I heard it when I was watching the trailer, I kind of laughed. I was a bit it like, sounds a bit weird. This sounds bad. This just sounds like someone putting on a funny low voice. And yeah, no, and Tom Hardy's American accents are as fun as always. Oh, God, they're okay. They're, not, they're, it was all, they're fun. not like Benedict Cumberbatch levels of bad. No, but it was fun. And he really is overacting in a trailer. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not hopeful for this. But I know some people out there really want this film to be good. So hey, they made it. Yeah, I hope. I, I hope it's good. I but hope it's I, great. I have zero expectations of it actually being good. Yeah. So it's probably going to be a one. Okay. Right. Anyway, uh, just before we move on to actual news, news, uh, very, very briefly, a couple of bits and pieces. A Quiet Place, which was the uh, smash hit from uh, John Krasinski and um, his wife Emily Blunt. <laughs> And yeah, it's it's pretty good if you I haven't still, seen it. I still haven't seen it, but I've heard amazing things. Almost entirely silent. I've heard amazing things. It's uh, very cool. And uh, a sequel has apparently been announced. It's, it's in the works. I'm not entirely sure how, because there are certain aspects of that film which cannot be brought Leave back. Leave it unsequelable. Um, so I don't really know where they're going with this. Obviously, they've just seen dollar signs and thought, great, we can yeah. make another franchise. Oh, of yeah, this. no, they're dollar signsing this one. That's all. Um, That's maybe they'll shame. think of a good story. There's there's options, I guess, as long as they don't try and just ignore fart parts of the original story. Farts of the original. As long as they don't ignore farts of the original. Farts in the world that this film portrays are a dangerous thing. That's very true. The silent ones are deadly, but so are the loud ones. <laughs> Okay, uh, can I just say, um, with this film, or with any film which is low budget and makes a killing, is it then just a kind of fate complete that they're going to make a sequel no matter what? Even um, if they, they don't want to like touch the integrity of the, the original. Uh, some films get away with not, being, not having sequels made for them. Uh, but I think generally, if, if there's any opportunity to make a sequel and the original writers or the original people involved don't have creative control, the sequel will be made. But every now and then a war, a, a war, a film slips through the cracks. I was going to say often war films because they're not so sequelable. Yeah, so that's very true. You can't just do a sequel to the end of World War Two. Yes. You could, but it would just be very boring. Well, peace talks. They could be interesting. <laughs> that's true. Uh, although funny, I want to uh, see Stalin telling people how much of Poland he would like. <laughs> Uh, funnily enough, my my mum actually asked. She was like, "Oh, I just saw something for the Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman. I think we're going to go to see it in the cinema." I was like, "Well, you're right. Four months too late for that one." <laughs> but uh, maybe it's, maybe it's the one. Oh well, maybe. And uh, last bit of news for this week uh, in terms of movies: there's meant to be two more Star Trek yeah. sequels planned, not just the one that we talked yeah. about. So that's an 100 percent increase since the last time that we is, spoke. Yeah, yeah. Mind blowing. Maybe stuff. because they heard of our, uh, our our us just talking about it and thought, you know what? Actually, let's call it two. Just <laughs> you know what? They were right. Let's give this cast a proper send-off. Qu- Two well, films. Well, Quentin Tarantino's script. Now it's apparently I, still doing a script. It's yeah. still doing a script. And apparently one of the ideas is his, but it's not currently set in the time frame that they're working in. Eh. I mean, like, I'm excited for good films. Hopefully some of these are good. That's all I really ask for. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to some actual news news now, shall we? Seeing as we've... Let's talk about the world. Spent most of this one talking about... Uh, and most of everyone. Yeah. Now that this big... This big... Sh- 
thorn in our side is done and we, we don't need to talk about it, it for a while let's yeah. talk about it in real life it's been a long time actually we also talked about infinite war for the best part of a couple it of years it feels like five years goodness me anyway let's go to reality shall we we're uh an infinity war rather an indefinite war it's not quite as catchy terrible seems to be that was horrible <laughs> that was as bad as war indefinite war the Avengers 4 coming next year. The Avengers, yeah, Avengers 4. <laughs> Korean War. Okay. Guys, the Koreans, thank you for that, James. Uh, the two leaders, uh, Kim Jong-un and Moon Ji-hai. Well done. Met, thank you very much, met uh, today, uh, this morning in, in the uh, Korean Peninsula, the, the demilitarized zone, the DMZ. Did, 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 did Kim not cross cross the DMZ? Well, this is the thing. So yeah. then Kim, so then Moon Ji-hai was kind of like, are you going to invite me in? And Kim Jong-un was like, oh, and you come, take a step. And then they took like a, a momentous step into North Korean territory. Yeah. Um, And there was lots of shots of them smiling and They walking. had a hug. They did. They yeah. shook hands. And then they had their their speeches. Uh, I don't know. Did you see any of the, the speeches, James? No. Right. Okay, well, because I guess it's part of my job, I kind of was watching it. Yes. It was interesting to see Kim in front of, you know, press and photographers and a big audience. He was like when you're asked in second year of English class to stand up and read your essay. Right, yeah. He is like, it's like head down. Reading word for word, yep. never making eye contact That's with anybody. Well, at least he gets the words right that way. That's very true. Whereas, you know, Moon Jihai just, you know, polished. Did his thing a like times. a real politician. Uh, I was reading some commentary. It said that actually Kim's accent would have, wouldn't have sounded out of place in the middle of Seoul, which is interesting as well. But more importantly was the stuff he was actually saying, which was... Yes, we will. We want to get rid of nuclear weapons. Didn't say when or where. On the whole peninsula. Yeah, it was like, nuclear weapons need to go. Uh, we're going to reopen the, the border to get some of these families torn apart by the Korean indefinite Infinity War yeah. back together. And South Korea will stop doing the whole leaflets propaganda, shouting at them over the border, mm-hmm. as of May the 1st. Mm-hmm. And I think there were plans to basically be like, hey, let's try and just be let's a be bit friends. more friendly. Can't remember the metaphor he used, but it was like a warm spring. A warm spring for all of Earth. All of Earth shall receive blossoming trees because of North Korea. And the two of them actually did plant a tree together. And the whole world shall receive the blossom. I don't really know what to think of this, because is this just a kind of a propaganda show from the North? Is it actual, yeah, they're, genuine they're feeling? Just cycling the 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 repetition again. No, no, going no. Going back but, to step one. No, but the, well, this is different. We promise we'll be peaceful this time. We won't we won't make any nukes. We'll get rid of them. This we'll is, get rid of the nukes. We promise. But it's different because... Because they had a hug, right? They, no, they no. hugged this time. They had the whole Winter Olympics thing, which did seem very much like a charm offensive. Yeah. This, you know, this is historic. This is the first time they've met in, what, decades? First North least, Korean leader decade, to do that yeah. in, in, what, 50 years? Yeah, it's been a long time. It is uh, a, an, an historic moment. Uh, hopefully it's a genuine one. I expect it is because... You think I, you think it's genuine? Probably because all the leadership of North Korea is realizing just how poor they truly are and that they're running out of things and that they need help. Well, yes, but the North Korean goal at the end of the day is still to have a united Korea. Under the Kims. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Which so that's gonna not going to happen. So, what is, so what's this But maybe play they'll then? change their goal. Maybe they'll, they'll realize that that's not going to happen and it's either that or slow starvation and being poorer and poorer. Like, I expect some of them are smart. There's at least some smart people everywhere in the world. 
And if you're in North Korea, surely you realize, even if you're in the, the, the top of the hierarchy in North Korea, surely you realize just how much more well off you could be doing as a peaceful nation. Well, notorious smart person Donald Trump tweeted about the meeting. He said uh, it was a very good thing, but yeah. he would wait and see, essentially. Mm, yes. It will probably it will probably take longer than his presidency, though. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, he said it was also contingent on how today's met- meeting went that he would go and see Kim. Um, right. He's already announced, just on a very side note, uh, a brief side note, Donald Trump has announced he's coming to the UK oh, on yeah. Friday the 13th of July, which is slap bang in the middle of everybody's holidays. Imagine everyone not being here to receive him poorly. Which is... Everyone that isn't that hasn't got travel plans, please protest. It's it's basically the, yeah they were like right at what point is the most inconvenient for the rest of the UK public to protest? Yeah, middle of July. Everyone's going to Alton Terrace with their kids. Let's yep. let's visit the Queen. People that's already... actually not the Queen visit. It's a Downing Street <laughs> visit. But let's go to Alton Terrace and visit the Queen. Well, um, no, I'm saying Donald Trump's going to visit the Queen. I know because we're at Alton Terrace. It just sounded a bit like let's go to Alton Terrace. Everyone <laughs> sees our parades doing an Alton Terrace road trip. Uh, on Friday the 13th. It's not secretly going to be a protest. We are definitely taking you all to Alton Towers with us. Sign up on our new website, Seaside Parade Alton Towers Trip. <laughs> dot net. Dot net. Good yeah, know. dot com was taken. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can, you know, obviously they want to minimize the disruption to Mr. Trump's visit. I imagine they will keep his itinerary secret. Very, yes, yeah, as, as close to their chest as possible. Secret, probably even better. Because Protest. if they do say, oh, he's going to Down Street at this time, at this date, it will just not happen. Hopefully people just know to book the whole day for protest at Downing Street and everywhere else that matters and just protest all day. This man needs to be shown that he is not liked. Well, they've said as well that it's just a visit to the UK. They haven't said where, which means he could, in theory... Secret meetings anywhere. Secret meeting. Well, we could have a secret meeting in Stornoway because of his links there. Yeah. And and that cuts down a protest. Follow Theresa. Massively. Follow Theresa May. Everybody, follow her. Not on Twitter, just like literally follow her. And then, you know, by the time people have got to Stornoway, he'll be away. On a plane. Yeah. Yeah, his own own plane. He's got got a couple of those these days. I can't imagine... um, Stornoway offers the same protection as London, or or the same prestige. Prestige, no, but protection maybe. You I don't know, think like, anyone is capable of scheming there. Where would where would Trump and Theresa May have a meeting in Stornoway, which was secure? Air Force One. <laughs> okay, well, he just stares in the runway. I can't imagine. Air Force I have visited the UK. Just, I definitely did not just stay on a plane. Stornoway Airport big enough for your. Oh yeah, it's like a full full length military. Okay. To everyone in the world that doesn't care about Stornoway Airport, sorry we're talking about it. We'll dedicate at least three more minutes to it, though. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Stornoway Airport is on a tiny island. But no, it's an it was an ex RAF base. So, really? Yeah. I Proper did not know that. Anything can land there. Maybe not anything, but anything can land there. <laughs> even even donuts. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, back to the point. Korea. Um, gen- I don't know what that comment was. Changed. Even donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was bad. That I'm was so fair. sorry. Yep, yeah, I'm keeping it in too. <laughs> Korean meeting between leaders. Uh, I genuinely couldn't tell you what happens next. I mean, I know this is all lovely rhetoric. And yes, it's very promising to see that just a few months ago when North Korea were like, rah, 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 bombs, we're nuclear weapons. blow up things, yeah. Now they're like, you know what, actually, let's just plant trees. Yeah, we're going to blow up. We're going to blow up some balloons to celebrate peace. As much as I hate to agree with Mr. Trump, I guess we'll wait and see. We we will wait and see. 
Um, I'm just glad Trump didn't take the credit yet. Oh, give him time. I fully expect him to any moment now. Right, a couple more to go before we finish up. ABBA, after 35 years, have uh, started recording new music. Um, it's There's no release date yet, nope. but the four of them are back in the studio. They yep. must all be about, what, mid-70s? Yeah, all of them. Bjorn. Benny. Annie Free. And Agnetha. <laughs> and, no, Annie Free and Ag- Agnetha. Yeah. Ag- Agnes. We done well. We did. Thank All you. ABBA, except we called them Baba. <laughs> we called them Baba. No, no. Baba. We called them Baba. <laughs> so Baba are back in the studio. Uh, first time in thirty-five years recording new music. So the first song, uh, which I think is called "I Still Will," I still have faith in you, uh, is going to be dedicated to Kim. It's going to be released. Our fearless and dear leader. Oh goodness sake! In December, with the uh, on a BBC slash NBC TV program, James. Uh, the reasons that ABBA have not recorded music over the last three and a half decades are kind of well publicised, even though they've been offered you know a billion dollars to tour the world, and now holograms are going to tour the world instead of them. But why, after thirty-five years, when they're all nearing death's door, mm-hmm. have they been like, you know what? Actually, they're yeah, too near death's door. They're like early seventies. Yeah, Scandinavia isn't they rich. They're going to live till okay, okay. at least 120. Regardless, why on earth would you wait 35 years mm. to regroup and record music with probably the most well-known successful band of all time? They were never unpopular. The longer you wait, the more uh, hype, the more the more your next thing will sell. They also probably didn't want to tour it again and now that they're old they can go, nah, that's not happening. Here's some holograms. Here's the holograms. And everyone goes, oh, that's cute. Let's buy the album anyway. They are going to wipe the floor with... If the song is any way listenable, or if the song's plural or in any way listenable, they'll wipe the floor with the Kanye's of the world. I think, for me, it's interesting. Uh, is It will be what is the actual genre they go for. Are they going to go for a sort of... I was going to say Avicii, uh, R.I.P., yeah, uh, uh, like doesn't a, sound very genuine. Like Try a, that again. Sounds more somber. This sorry, time. they're gonna go for like an Avicii esque. May he rest in peace. EDM like. Um, sorry, that was even worse. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Eurobeats. They're gonna do Eurobeats. Do you know? Are they gonna go for the kind of classic 2017 Jason Derulo esque stuff? They probably are gonna just say that. That's also, their, I got the wrong year, but never mind. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, or. Are they just going to go to the classic ABBA and record that? I hope they style? do classic ABBA. Well, I hope they do. I, too. Well, I hope they do classic ABBA but with a slight evolution. You know, you want a wee bit of change, but you don't want them to just come out here and do some Eurobeats. And also, after nearly forty years, people are going to be expecting the greatest song of all time. If they've been writing it the whole time, I think we all understand that this hasn't been on the works for thirty-five years. We've be not been, been sitting there with a keyboard trying to perfect a new chord <laughs> chord sequence. If you're working on a song for 35 years, you better hope it, it would be quite good. I, I imagine if you work on a song for 35 years, it is guaranteed to not be good. Okay, that's very true. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, you're right. No matter if the song is good or bad, it will make a killing. No one's going to want to release anything at the same time as this coming is coming out. Very much like Infinity War. I don't know if you noticed this, but basically no Nothing other films came out this week. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, but also Yeah, because we could have watched some good films instead. I liked Infinity War anyway. I said good, not like entertaining. Okay. There's a difference. Last but not least, a few minutes left. Um, a woman has given birth to a baby. 
and she happens to be married to the future king of England. Yeah, which oddly enough is a is a proper competitor for how ex, how excited I was. It's baby baby Louis or Infinity War. They're kind of on par for me <laughs> at this at that point. It was just, I woke up today and, and I was like, oh man, I don't care about anything. It's to give him his full title. He is Prince Louis Arthur Charles. Louis Arthur Charles. Louis was not what I expected. Lack. Um. Yeah, Louis not what I expected. I was expecting an Alexander. I know I was expecting Arthur or maybe a Michael or a, you know a James, James something, something really yeah. regal. Yeah, yeah. Not, not Louis. Is that like a French reference? I'm pretty sure all of the kings that ever ruled France were all called Louis. There were sixteen of them. None of them were very good. Most of them died. Uh, well, I believe they're all dead by now. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, most of them were, were executed. Executed. Yes. Yeah. Not there's some not some regal kings of France still living among us, four hundred years old. I only know the only Louis I know is Louis Walsh. <laughs> Louis Tomlinson, One Direction. Oh yeah, maybe that's who the kid's named after. My next door neighbor from Castletown from a few years ago, who probably is about ten by now, is also called Louis. Oh, cool. Other than that. Not many Louis out there. Maybe that's why, though. They, they're having a look at what the popular names right now are. Louis isn't one of them, and Louis is one of the 12 names they're allowed to choose from in the, in the royal handbook of boys' names that you're allowed to call your boys. Do you think they were given, like, an edict, like, you have to call your kid this? Probably not an edict, but they were probably given a wee book. A li- not even a book. A page of names that they're allowed to choose from. Here is the entire genealogy of your royal lines. Pick All one. 12 names. Pick one of those yep. and add a number. <laughs> Yeah, or it's one of these ones like the Facebook quizzes. It's like, hey, find the first letter of your name and a number, and this is your drag name. What's <laughs> Louis? Louis is your drag name. Louis Arthur. Louis Arthur. No, no, just Prince Louis. Louis Arthur. What was the third name? Prince Louis is a great drag name. Sorry, Louis oh. Arthur Charles. Charles. It's so so boring. I forgot the whole thing already. <laughs> it's not that bad. Why does anyone care? It's, well, well, it's a kid, right? Yeah, and that's one, the, question. the only reason I would care is it's not not a name I would want to call a child. Arthur's cool. He's probably going to choose Arthur over Louis. Imagine going to school being called Louis. You'd be scolded. What'd you get called, Lou? No, or or if you you know had a vomiting bug, you'd be spewy Louis. Yes, yeah, spewy Louis. Diarrhea, pooey Louis. Pooey Louis. Uh, sticky hands, gooey Louis. Gooey Louis. Had got the cold, flu Louis. Flu-y Louis. Nope, that's me I'm all out. I'm all out. You're at Pokemon number 151. You're me, Louie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. Oh, um, no, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's the question. It is, you're you know, Sky, a, for example, you're dedicated. A, um, you're a comic book sound effect for getting oh. a bit exploded. You're Kablooey Louie. <laughs> Right, okay, enough. Um, yeah, the question, I guess, you know, as I say, Sky had wall-to-wall coverage and were our, our experts in filling time of just talking oh, about nothing. Uh, should should we still have this fawning coverage over the third child of... Should we have any fawning coverage over the whole family? Like, no. No, just stop. Does anybody like, care? People... Clearly people, people do, do. Yeah, they do. but they, they they really shouldn't. It's just a family who kind of do diplomacy for us, but really don't matter at all. Stop 
stop letting them rule your lives. You shouldn't waste time like queuing up to see some random kid. Oh, maybe they'll show the kid off on a balcony if I wait here for four hours. Why? You could read a read a book. <laughs> exactly. You anyway. could play some music. You could learn a whole new skill. You could spend four whole hours on Duolingo and pretend you've learned all of Spanish. <laughs> If you, uh, thank you for that, James. If you want to get in touch with Seesaw Parade, you can do at uh, Seesaw Parade on Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, email, seesawparade at gmail.com. Ross Cray has tweeted, he said, uh, I hope the next Seesaw Parade contains some excerpts from The Secrets to My Success. Now, The Secrets to My Success, very briefly, for anyone who does uh, was, was not an avid follower of my Twitter, was a GCU talk I did on Thursday. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. No, it was... I clearly uh, follow you closely. No, I, I just liked a few things that they kept tagging me in. Give, give us an excerpt from the, from the I talk. I was like, The Secrets of My Success was basically just to pretend you know things... Until you do know things. That's what I do all the time. Yeah, me too. Everyone assumes I know things and I just like subtly Google it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I cheated to get into uni. Did I tell you that? No, no, no. Let's, so, let's, let's open this one up to the to the world. <laughs> to all yeah. 10 people that uh, this, are this was not included in the talk. I did not say this in the talk. <laughs> Here's an excerpt from college talk. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cheat for success. This is, behind, this is behind the scenes talk. Uh, in my entry exam to GCU, they gave you a general knowledge test. And at that point, my general knowledge was not very good at all. Right, yeah. Uh, they asked me to name two Labour MPs, and oh, I could no. not do that. And so underneath the desk on my 2009 Motorola, I was Googling answers to questions. Oh. And passed, yeah, passed well, enough. Well, if you uh, didn't pass after that, it would if, be Well, that's the thing. If I didn't pass, I would have probably ended up in somewhere much lesser than GCU, like Napier, God forbid. Uh, Imagine. Who knows? Cecil Brain might not even be a thing. Yeah, you need general knowledge to be on this on this prestigious show. We so, know yeah. loads loads of things, and I don't just make everything up and hope it's accurate. Sorry, GCU, I actually che- cheated to get into your course. Um, I don't think I cheated at uni or to get into uni, but I do remember I at school I did and one of my Spanish exams. It was the written one. I realized halfway through that I could just see my essay that I'd put on the floor beside <laughs> me still, and I was like, oh. I'll just read that, I guess. So I just read it off and wrote, wrote, rewrote the essay. Oh, fair so enough. Was, I mean, it was on the floor. The invigilator could have come along and been like, oh, that's your essay. Put that away. But I, I didn't. I think the, the the most interesting thing about the secrets of my success talk was the three people who I was introducing who were all vastly more interesting and had better secrets and more success than I did. Oh, so your job, you were the host, I was right? hosting, but oh, I, had, right. I had to talk about some of your my success. stuff as well. Yeah, and I was just like, well, I... I, I Persisted. Had a, I did a Radio Cali show, which was very mediocre for four years but yeah it gets it gets on your cv well yeah exactly like, like, I did, I got my CV. Commitment, commitment is a thing that people want yeah and then i ended up doing this and doing that and here i am yes yeah, so if any of you um avid listeners out there would like us to let you know how we've become so successful <laughs> and how you could copy us yeah and become like us just let us know we'll we'll um host a talk we'll make the entry fee significant <laughs> but affordable and we'll have a good day of it we could do like one of those kickstarter things yeah, we could. Secrets in- of our success. Yeah, secret of our success. We'll, we'll host, we'll, we'll have cheap champagne and some peppered strawberries. <laughs> okay. Sounds like a night to remember. Uh, James, I think it's time to go. It, um, it is, it is. Let's, uh, let's leave this one here and let's avoid talking about Marvel <laughs> movies for a while. All right, fairly well. I will see you soon. Well, you'll see me as we're closing off the show right now since you're here yep i will see you i will see you in the next few seconds i will continue seeing you (laughs) while i 
Press Control R. Okay. Shall we press stop now? Let's, yes, let's here press it stop. goes while while seeing you. Control 